Welcome to another episode of The Human Blueprint. I'm here with Bernard and Herman, and we're excited about this topic that we're going to get into. We're going to talk about motivation. And we're motivated for this topic. <laughs> I have a quick question. So, I know people, even myself, where you start something, and then after you start losing the motivation. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to keep looking for more motivation to, to to feed that, mm -hmm. what what actually happens? Like, what, what do we lose that? So most people, when they look for motivation, they don't understand what that means. And so let's break it down. When people look for motivation, they look externally for it. So they have to go to an event, they have to go to a game, they have to listen to this, they have to watch that. They're looking for it externally. Inspiration is internal. So inspiration is when someone has really sh shared something with you. We had a call. Your life was changed. You're like, okay, this inspires me to do this now for, for this, to get this result. Helped him with this. This has inspired him to do this, to get that result. So then it's like that inspiration is the spark. And then from the spark, if you implement with consistency, that's called momentum. And then motivation is never in the equation. If you have any form of motivation, it's always going to be fleeting. It will never be enough. Okay, so that makes sense because I've been to a lot of seminars, workshops, I'm not going to name any names, but where you know you get raw, you feel like, yeah, you got high fives, cartwheels, jumping jacks, like you name it, and then you feel pumped and everyone's so happy and you're hugging and everything. And then after about a week or so later, it's like, uh, you deflate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because during that moment where you're so high, you're willing to do anything, mm -hmm. but then it just drops. Yeah. So that's what, okay, now I understand. Yeah, all they're trying to do is create the chemical. Uh, how do we say spark inside? So then that's what they're trying to bank off of and then trying to sell you while you have that spark. Yes. Yes. <laughs> As opposed to, you know what, let me actually help you with that spark and let's show you how to get to where you want to go. But if they don't know because they've never been there before, then that will be called motivation because they need to tell you what to do to get that hoorah, to get that, that hype. And then once they realize, you know what, I can't help this person, but you know, we'll give them more hype. So then they get you to that so-called space, so you're not questioning or looking at them for their inconsistency that they can't do for you. So you're always high. Like, well, I mean, you're not on a high. On a high. Well, isn't that a big disservice to the Huge. to be motivator? Because then it's like you almost want people to count on you to have that feeling. And that's why people who name themselves as a motivation speaker only, you'll see how. Yeah, they may get you to a certain point, but then it will always be fleeting because motivation itself is not sustainable. Mm. Okay. Because that's what, there's a lot of things that I did in my life that was for, I thought it was for motivation. Yes. And then once I got it, I just, or once I was getting close, I just lost all that motivation and it took so much energy to just try to pump myself back up. So I kept on looking for new things. Like new new quotes or new memes or who knows what, but this has never really worked. There is there is a point in my life where I had okay my walls were filled. <laughs> yeah, we talked about vision. I had a vision board. I had like little affirmations that I printed out that were like index card sized. Literally on every single, everywhere probably like fifty. Yeah, taped on my walls, <laughs> and you would say it every day, right? I mean, honestly, I had all the stuff there, but there was a point where I just, it kind of came like, that's just the wall. Yeah. It's like, it didn't work. Right. 
And I had, I had, like, I went through a big phase of where I was. I, was, I did the same thing. Like, they tell you to do, like, to the extreme. poster notes, you know, write it on your forehead, like, whatever <laughs> you want to do. It's kept on saying, go do this, go do this. Yeah. But it's just, it's like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Because it's, if we're being honest on this podcast with each other and everyone that's listening, think of it for yourself, how motivation is so fleeting. But yet, when you do something wrong and the detective and whoever wants to figure out what caused someone to commit a crime, they look for motive. motive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, why? Because something sparked it externally. Mm. Something sparked it so much that made you want to go do something not good or make you do something to try to hurt someone, make you do something that, that made you have that motive. And so you have to be very careful when you're so-called looking for motivation because what is the person giving it to you? What's their motive? Do you understand? Right. That's why you never want that word near or around you. Do you understand? Mm. You want to make sure you become the inspiration for lifetimes after. That's the mm. legacy. You don't leave a legacy of motivation. Right. <laughs> you leave an inspiration. You inspire millions. They don't say, oh, you motivated millions to change the world. You inspired Mm-hmm. Millions to change the world. Okay, so say somebody wants to take on a new project or want to change their health habits or something. What could they start with? Well, first off, you have to make sure motivation is not in the equation okay. and that you're doing it for the right reasons. You're doing it for a long term effect, not for a short term fad. Okay, so say, for example, let's just use a diet. Yeah. Okay, simple. So I know a lot of people come to, when it gets close to a wedding, they start to go on their diet. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to lose all that weight and I'm going to look great and blah, 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 blah. Never really works out. Yeah. So for them is to find, instead of looking for the external, is to maybe what, want to live a healthier life for people that they care about. Yes. Be something like that. Yes. Okay. And you have to put balance in every single area. So for instance, not just physical balance, mental balance. A lot of people preparing for the wedding, they're so mentally drained by the time the wedding happens, it went so fast they can't even remember the day because they're so drained. But if they had the right amount of balance leading up to it, then this could be prepared to enjoy the moment. (laughs) That's why we have to be very, very careful when it's like people talk about motivation and it's like, you said for the losing weight. You said maybe for losing something else. But for a lot of people, it's like this. If you only do it for short-term gain, wedding, maybe summertime, beach body, maybe because you want to look good for a date, if you do it for just a short-term period, you're only going to get a short-term result. And the second that you acquire or don't acquire what it is that you wanted, what you were doing it for tends to dissipate and go away just like motivation. But if it was for the right reasons and you wanted to genuinely be healthy first, you wanted to genuinely be smarter, you wanted to take care of all the different facets in your area, then maybe you have a good start because you could balance in different areas so that you have balanced family, balanced personal, balanced mental. So once you put different balances in its place, everything can fall into its place where you have that clarity. But when you don't have that clarity, you need that so-called hoorah mm-hmm. so that you could cover it up. So that you could 
make sure that you have something inside even though it's empty and what you want to do is instead of filling it with all that motivation fill it with balance and once you put balance into all the things you do in your life everything starts to become a system mm -hmm. and then once you put certain systems with that balance less power and less energy used on those things so you can use it for something more productive produce and create something greater yeah another thing about it it's developing systems and putting all those things in place it's even though it's more effective it's not as fun you don't you don't get that that rush that high mm -hmm. so that's why i think that's why people get so like even for myself get so stuck with that motivation you feel so because good. you think of it as classified work. Mm -hmm. Work's not fun, so we don't want to do it. But think of it as classified something else, something fun, something enjoying. Because if you don't classify it up here, you'll never share it through this. I guess it's sort of like it's like investing. Investing's not fun. No. The rewards of it is correct, fun. but it takes time. That's right, it takes time. Spending money is fun. It takes no time. It takes no time. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's like that. Yeah, so you want to make sure that you're investing in all the right areas so that you can create that balance and create those systems. And then once you differentiate, okay, you know what? This may be work, but let me spice it up and classify it as something else. Don't put work into a box. Put work into something fun, something enjoyable. Make it enjoyable so that it's no longer work, it's no longer labor. Take the negative out of it, siphon it up. And this is why, now that we're going through this, now I understand, because a lot of times when I went to all those seminars and people that I know that have gone through that, the results never change. Never will. Never, just never change. And if, maybe the small little amount, and then revert right back to whatever they were doing. It's so quick. Very. It's, it's like when you're there, when you're high, you, can, you think you can take on anything. It's mm -hmm. like, you know what? My mom never allowed me to have a puppy. I'm going to have 10 puppies now. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do all this stuff. And then you make this big mistake and everything falls apart. Puppy suffer. It's like, I'm going to get married right away. It's like you make commitments, but then a few days later, you already break them. It's also kind of dangerous just, when you think about it. Because and expensive. You're not really thinking straight. You're just, yeah. you're in the emotional high. You're not the most rational at that time. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can do it. Uh, yeah, you can do it, but it doesn't mean it's right to do it. But you see, all those things are what? Selfish. Mm. Now, why is it that you tie motivation and then to selfish ideals? Now, if it was inspiration, it was to unselfish or selfless ideals. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you're creating the wealth with the selflessness so that you can inspire and train and help those who are younger than you or around your circle of friends or circle of influence to make them better. And once those start to compound and then it compounds, it's like that effect that multiplies and multiplies to the point that you don't even have to say a word and people just look at you and they already feel inspired to make a change or to be a better person. Mm. You have a question? Oh, I was just thinking about even the word inspiration, because sometimes you have to also look at the motive behind, like you want to, want to inspire people. You don't want to inspire people out of the selfishness, like, oh, I'm an inspirational speaker, I'm an inspirational person. So it has to be like truly giving. So would there be a difference between a motive and an intention? It depends on the situation, but 
both of them can be classified the same. Like if your motive was to go hurt someone, then you intended to do it, so it's premeditated. Mm -hmm. Okay. But sometimes if you had a motive, but you made a mistake, then it maybe you'd be second degree, mm. not first. It wasn't premeditated. It wasn't planned. Right. So how does one know how pure their intention is? Well, the only way to do that is you have to have emptiness and clarity first. If you don't even know what's inside and from day to day you can't even control an emotion, maybe that's not the best person to ask for if whether or not they are clear or what their true intentions are or what their so-called voices that they have in their head. Because that's going to be hard to swallow. Because in our like ways in my head, I'm always thinking I'm the good guy. But that's not always the case. No. As evidence through results. And so what you have to make sure is we stop lying to ourselves. And when the truth comes out, don't be afraid to face it. Because most people, when the truth comes out, it's ugly. Because they consider it to be not as pleasant, not as convenient. That's where it's a good point of more motivation. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole point is not to find the motivation, face the truth, and become your truth so you can live your truth. That is inspirational. Mm. It's true. It's true when, for example, when we change our diet, mm -hmm. or not even your diet, it's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. When we changed it, it wasn't to show off, it wasn't to post on Instagram, it wasn't to, it was just because it made sense. Balance. That's it. And then people thought, is this one of those short-term diets or whatever fad. it is, fad? And after a year or so, they realized, okay, well, these guys are still on it, so maybe there's something more to it. And now more people are more open to eating healthier. You led by example. It took a while though, because mm -hmm. if I only did it by motivation, I would quit. Yeah. Because I really, I used to like junk food. <laughs> I should say, I used to really like junk food. <laughs> yeah. So does inspiration last a lifetime? It depends. If the person, like we were talking about, can't get to the truth, cannot see it, cannot live it. How long will it last? It won't last long at all. If you know someone older than you who's in a good position at their job or a position in the family or position at the head of whatever it may be, corporation, you look at that and you say, well, why is it that they say something and it doesn't inspire people the same way as someone else that says it? Well, if that person themselves doesn't believe half the things they say, then you wouldn't believe it. So then they will never inspire you. But if they live every single moment in their truth and they know it to be their passion, they know it to be that this is why they started their company, that relays and trickles down to the rest of the employees. And so that's what they buy into. That's what they believe. And that's what they're working towards. If you started a company, let's say you were affected by diabetes. So then I'm, let's say you, I know technology. I'm going to create an app. I'm going to create an app so that anywhere you go, you're able to access that, test your blood sugar, make sure you're good, so you never have to go through a, a diabetic stroke because maybe you lost a father that had diabetic stroke. Then, if you take that motivation, motivation, turn mm -hmm. it into an inspiration so that once you have that inspiration, then you convert that inspiration into something greater so that all the people you hire now have a greater purpose. Maybe they know someone that's diabetic. Maybe they know other people that are unhealthy. Maybe they want to make sure other people have a better quality of life. 
And then you take that leadership, help all these other people, and that's how you create a company that's loyal. That's how you create the culture. But a lot of companies today, they hire all outside third-party help. Oh, this should help sales. This should help this. This should help that. Mm-hmm. And all it does is just to make that person feel good for one minute. Mm-hmm. No substance. What we try to do is to make sure that person has tangible substance to go get targetable results. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. That's why I want to think about all the great leaders or successful people. It's rarely about themselves. I mean, there are some, okay, some. it's about themselves, <laughs> yeah. but they don't really last. No, but no. but the, the great ones are generally not about them. Correct. And once you can tap into that greater purpose, that greater self, and you help others and you inspire others and you show others by example, then you can make a change faster, greater. But if you're trying to do it by yourself and you're trying to just do it through motivation and just because you have a small little idea, you think that could change the world, but you never act on it, it is very difficult to get any results that way. And just, again, just while you guys are talking, I'm just thinking through all the examples. <laughs> think of it this way. I forgot who said this, but doubt killed more dreams than fear ever did. Mm-hmm. And everyone doubts themselves every single day. And so because it's resonated for too long there and housed too long, that turned into fear at a deeper level. So what's something that, say, some of the listeners mm-hmm. can just start with? Like, for example, like you suggest something this small, like they want to change and just stay consistent and just build that up. Well, the first thing you have to start with is be honest with yourself. Okay. Like how you said you think you were doing well, maybe not as well. So you have to be honest with yourself. So you have to be open to critique from the right source. Mm. Not talking about the person, this source that they will yell at you and critique you and, and cut you down levels and take strips off of you. That's not the best level of critique. Best critique is like they can identify, but then they know how to build you up. They know how to say, you know what? Maybe don't try that. Maybe try this. Maybe we could do this together. You know, you're going to try this. How about we do it together? This is what I've done. This, let me show you how I did it. This is what so-and-so did. You know what? Let's do that together. You know, build that unity. But if the person is just critiqued and left to sit there by the table by themselves, they'll never do it. It's like the, some parents that I know. Mm-hmm. That's yell at the kids. It's like, go do this, go do that, don't do this, don't do that. And then mm-hmm. It's a dictatorship. Yeah. <laughs> or the boss that does that. Yeah. And how well do the employees or the well, children perform? Out. So, yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and when you least expect it. And so you have to plant all the right seeds so that you know that the results that you're going to get from those seeds can be a little more controlled, a little more in your favor. That's why you have to put the effort in now. And a lot of parents haven't learned that lesson until it's too late. I know I mentioned this before about parenting. It's like you don't get a license to become a parent. So, and they just learn from their parents. Whatever, good or bad. Or YouTube or whatever it is. Yeah. But they never really learn how to inspire. Mm-hmm. It's just about, okay, here's how you control your kids. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I know they want to do better. Of course they, they just do. don't. But they just don't know where to go. And that's why we help a lot of parents so that they have at least that clarity, give them direction. It'd be nice if my parents had that. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people are probably saying that right now. (laughs) Yeah. 
but it's it's true though. It's they don't know where you go. Mm -hmm. right? That's why we exist. It's true. That's cover why we do. blind spots. We cover all those blind spots. Yes, you pointed a lot of my blind spots. It wasn't <laughs> fun. It wasn't fun, but it was very inspirational. It was necessary. Mm -hmm. And the results don't lie. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's the other part when we talk about finding the truth or facing your truth is to look at the results. Of course. Because it is what it is. Mm -hmm. There's no emotion behind it. It's just, mm -hmm. you've got to look at it. Mm -hmm. And see a lot of companies, they lie to themselves. Perfect example. Let's say you have a big Fortune 500 company, a lot of turnover, and all these people, they're only there for the job because they're the highest paying in that sector. So they're loyal to the money, but they'll never be loyal to you. Mm -hmm. So they say, you know what, we'll just have this because that's how it works. But then by doing so, it creates such a disconnect with every single department. And then when that disconnect spreads out, then it becomes such a toxic environment, even though maybe the company's good, even though they have that higher purpose, even though they maybe have good leadership. But because the people below bring so much baggage, maybe the mission statement was, wasn't as clear, maybe the direction wasn't as crystal, maybe the people that they put in certain positions were the wrong type, the wrong fit that we talked about, all these different factors and all of these things compile and the company will lie to themselves because they say, oh, look at the results, we're still making a profit. Mm -hmm. Well, we know of, I know of a company <laughs> that spends a lot of money on their staff, but they have one of the highest turnovers. Mm -hmm. And it might be because that's all they're learning them with. It's like you can get paid really, really well. Yeah. But they're spending way, way more money by dealing with the turnovers. Correct. What happens if you have to train new people every single time? That, that's the problem. It slows like, down, slows down, slows down the production. Does it have to do with the fact that they don't have a mission that inspires the people coming in? That's just all about the money? So to be completely honest, most people who are in leadership positions, if you ask them for their mission statement, they can probably give you one if they're the owner or they run most of the day-to-day -day operations. But those that are necessarily below that are delegated to, if they don't know what that mission is, you got a problem. Mm -hmm. If it's not crystal clear that as soon as you walk in, everybody knows what the mantra is, mm -hmm. you got a problem. Then you don't have a culture. You don't have a culture, what happens? It falls apart. It falls apart. Look at sports teams. Yeah. They work so hard to build culture, mm -hmm. to get that championship. Corporations, they say they want to do it, what happens? They keep falling short. And that's why we want to make sure we help these corporations get that culture. Once you establish that, it can be where it's that system with balancing it. Automate that, delegate that. Less worries, less pain, less time wasted, you become more efficient so the company can evolve faster. Hmm. Makes sense? Yeah, it's the same thing with family. Of course. You gotta build that culture in your family. You have to can't be yelling and shouting at somebody <laughs> because they treated you bad for when you were growing up, but then to your own family, you'd be all nice and you expect them to just treat you. But then to them, the kids, they think you're just like worse than the, your own parents. So you got to be very careful what you put out, what you think is right, and be honest all the time. Now that I'm thinking about it, I have a lot of things that my parents left. Mm. They had a culture. Yeah. But my, like I, my mom yells a lot. Mm. Like a lot. So... My wife's not used to that. Yeah. Different culture in, in her family. And I, I kept that. But 
to be fair to your mom, she may not even consider that yelling. No, That's just how she talks. Right, exactly. It's just, <laughs> a little bit loud. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A little loud where everybody can hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's a sculpture. It's abrupt, but... That's why we have to maybe change a few things mm-hmm. so that we can make things a little more pleasant for those in, in our environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I want to. <laughs> I want to keep things down there. Yeah. Because it's not as productive when it's that loud. Yes. And even in France, there's a culture around the people that you hang with, of course. And who controls that? So you got to be the leader. Mm. Or get around the right group. <laughs> Correct. A better group. Oh, and that brings me to another topic of finding the right people. Mm-hmm. How do you know if you're around the right people? Your results will show you, guaranteed. If, for instance, you found a new friend, and this friend you found was, let's say, in a bar. Well, okay, you don't drink, but your friends went there, so you found a new friend. Let's say they have kids or they have a family, maybe you don't. They have a certain type of job, 9 to 5, maybe you don't. Maybe they have a certain ideal of what their beliefs are, maybe you don't. So maybe that's not the good recipe to be a quote-unquote friend. This goes back Mm -hmm. to the motive too. Of course. Why do you want to hang around those people? You have to be almost like the security guard at the airport when someone's trying to skip the line and they don't have the necessary papers. You have to make sure that nothing gets past a certain point. So in that way, once you get used to that, it's not that you're being mean, it's not that you're trying to hurt other people, it's just you're trying to protect your energy at every single angle so that no one can come and sneak in and steal from you because that becomes the vampire. They always want to suck everything, all the life, all the fun out of the room. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to be very careful with that. You don't see how detrimental that is until later in life. Yes. I'm thinking me growing up through the teenage years got into like hung around with people that got into trouble. Mm-hmm. So I got into trouble. Yeah. But the mo- motivation or the motive around that was because they're the cool kids. Mm-hmm. You want to be on the in crowd. That's what because that's one of the girls. Yeah. And that's who we had to hang around with. And then until we get a little older you realize okay that's really stupid. Mm-hmm. And then look at the results of those that made those Poor choices. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna mention any names, yeah. but some some of my friends, half of them are in jail, mm-hmm. right? Others are struggling with other things. Yeah. So, fortunately, I got out of that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're better than them. It just no. means you choose to make better choices. Mm-hmm. That's all. So, if someone wants to choose to be inspired. Is that, an, is that a choice? Can you even go and look for inspiration? Because I feel like that's motivation again. No. So inspiration happens when you least expect it. Case in point, if you watch a documentary, is it just to motivate you to maybe save this animal or to save that? Or is it there to inspire you to look, make a whole different outlook on how the world works or how whatever that documentary is covered? It's to inspire. Right? If it's a good one. If it's a good one. It's meant to inspire, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you take that, then it's meant for you to do something with it. That's why at the end they have all the different tools to try to help you get started. Mm -hmm. Right? So what you don't realize is inspiration comes when you least expect it. And that's when it happens, you have to jump on that. You gotta take massive, massive, massive to-do lists to like get it done, get it done, get it done. Because that's like the spark you needed 
Remember what we said? You 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 use most of the fuel. Yeah, in the beginning. In the beginning. So finally, when you find it, when you least expect it, you have to jump all board to make sure you continue to fuel that until you get to an elevation that you can consider comfortable. Because I'm just thinking about me personally. I felt inspired when I first saw the video. You didn't mean to. Right. I first saw the webinar and then I reached out to you and that's when this whole journey started. And for me, I don't necessarily look to get motivated or inspired at all, but that was like the spark for me. And then so you ran with it right away. You did mm -hmm. everything you possibly could to continue to continue continue to do. And it's like in the movies, right? When they snap, action, mm -hmm. right? So that's when you start to film. That's when everything happens. So you always want to make sure that when you have that, you always put action into place. And then as soon as you put it into place, that's when you make sure that all the distractions are starved and you just continue to focus that. So similar for me, when you point some of the blind spots, you didn't force me to do anything and say you have to do it or you didn't, actually didn't say much to be honest, but I, I got the message and I just put it into action mm -hmm. and things changed fairly quickly. To get better results. Mm -hmm. I think I needed to see that. So I need to point that out because I couldn't see it myself. Well, Han, Han and, probably saw it for some and, and if we're being fair on this, Han said nobody else could, nobody else could point anything out to you. Yes. Because I'm fairly stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest on this podcast. But I think everyone has a little bit. Yeah. Of course. Right? Everybody has just a little bit. Or you know what? The, the other part was, I didn't feel anybody was, how do you say, worthy to, to point to things out. Yeah. But the way that you spoke to me was not disrespectful. It wasn't anything that you're, again, saying that was really, really out of place. You just phrase it, whatever you phrase it with, where I could understand what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. And when you showed me what the results were, you can't dispute that. Mm -hmm. If it's a red apple on a table, you can't say it's not. Mm -hmm. you can't say it's great. You can't. <laughs> or you could if you want, but you're going to be lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. We made the changes. Mm -hmm. it. And that's why you have to make sure if you want that inspiration and say you haven't found it yet, be open to new things. Be open. Don't close your doors. Don't close yourself off from the world. Just because you haven't found certain things yet, be open to hear more things. Be open to how we're trying to help you. Be open. Use the resources we offer. Be open. Use that to somehow spark that little thing you're looking for or spark that moment that you felt that, that you connected with. And then when you have that, you run with it. You and then you put the right people around you to help support that so you, they can help you keep running. Which is exactly why we have the Facebook community. Correct. We put all the resources there to mm -hmm. try to make sure that everybody on this journey does not falter. That they all have the same chance to, once they have that, keep moving forward. Keep running. And doing it on your own, like I've done a lot of things on my own, but probably not the brightest strategy takes it a little longer took, took a long little longer it took a long time yeah but just having the right people around you made things so much easier mm -hmm. and growing up i didn't really have all that well i mean i chose the wrong people yeah it's my responsibility 
now there's all these people around. Easy. Well, not mm -hmm. easy, but easier. Mm -hmm. A lot more fun, too. Yes. It's a lot more fun when you do it together. Exactly. Okay. All right, so maybe you let everyone know how to join the Facebook group. Yeah, we'll just put a link in the description and show notes. I think that will probably be the easiest way. Okay. If you want to join, all that we ask is that you come and be open and be ready to share. You know, be, get out be, of that. Yeah, be less stubborn than I was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll welcome you with open arms. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Okay.